Is this real life? Hey there, citizens of the world. Welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where our mission is to inspire, connect, and empower the world to learn English the fun, natural, and real life way. We believe that English should not be a dry and boring school subject, but an inspiring and enriching lifestyle that you can practice and enjoy whenever and wherever you want. In this podcast, you will have lots of fun, learn plenty of new expressions, and drastically improve your listening comprehension. We'll also teach you the secrets of native pronunciation, connected speech, and help you tune in your listening and speaking to the rhythm and flow of English. So sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Oh yeah, what's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chad from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, effective, convenient, and caffeinated way to learn English. So download this podcast now and listen to us while you're stuck in traffic, eating an ice cream cone, putting your arms up in the air, or recycling plastic bags. I'm joined here today in the studio with my co-hosts, plural. First of all, we have Mr. V himself, <laughs> which is short for Mr. Vocabulary, and the man who never wears a watch because time is always on his side, Justin Murray. Oh yeah. How are you guys feeling today? Feeling great. How about yourself? Pretty good. Nice, nice day in Santiago, Chile today. Sun is shining. Yeah, after some rain yesterday, first rain we've seen since we've been here. Yeah, it was really chilly and chilly. <laughs> chilly and chilly. What does that mean? Well, chilly, like chill, it's cold, right? Exactly. Chilly, and that's how we pronounce the country, chilly in English. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, we have a really exciting present for you today. Something that is actually a product that we give to the Fluency Circle, and we're going to let you try it out for this week with this awesome episode on how to learn English with a podcast, how to understand native speakers, and we're really going to show you some amazing techniques that is going to help you take your English to the next level. Oh yeah. But before we get to all of that, like every other episode of Real Life Radio, let's start off with today's shout out. You know you make me Today we have a special shout out, I believe it's from a Fluency Circle member and also a long-time Real Life Radio fan, Rhoda. So what has she got to say for us today, Ethan? Yeah. Mr. Vocabulary? <laughs> so I'm really excited about this, guys. She gave us a really awesome uh, shout out. So here we go. So Rhoda says, if I would give three pieces of advice to a serious English learner, I'm saying serious. So if you're not a serious English learner, then I'm sorry, this advice is not for you. But here we go. One, join Real Life English Fluency Circle. Two, join Real Life English Fluency Circle. Three, join Real Life English Fluency Circle. <laughs> <laughs> Since I've joined the Real Life English Fluency Circle, I've noticed that my English has improved dramatically, not only in one aspect, but in almost every aspect. Writing, listening, speaking, and reading. These power lessons are like a beautiful magic. Of course, not like that fake magic, which you watch on television, but it's a real magic, man. Real magic. Sure, man. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you won't feel the magic of real-life power lessons until you try it and see its wonderful results by yourself. You want to get inspired about different aspects of life? Listen to real-life radio. 
You want to get rid of your laziness and be motivated while learning English? Listen to Real Life Radio. You want to speak better than Barack Obama? Listen to Real Life Radio. Thanks so much, Real Life teachers, for your hella dope work. You're wicked awesome. Way to go. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. So there you have it, if you want to speak better than Obama. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rauda, for that uh, amazing shout-out. So let me ask you this. What is Fluency Circle? So the Fluency Circle is a group of language learners who are receiving the real-life radio power lessons. This is something that we are giving away, like Justin said at the side of this episode, for free, just for this episode, so you guys can check it out. It is a transcript lesson which focuses on connected speech, pronunciation, but it also gives you a lot of insight into all of our colloquialisms, our slang, all the words we're using in each episode, and it's filled with awesome pictures. Comes and with a <clears throat> comes with a vocabulary learning tool as well. And as you can see, Rauda has definitely been using this as she's using a lot of hella dope language. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna go into more detail about our podcast and just other podcasts in general in today's conversation topic. But let's move on with today's episode and go into the kick ass quote. I'm kick ass. So this is one of my favorite quotes, something I always try to remember in anything I'm doing, but it's actually by my man Benjamin Franklin. (laughs) Tell me and I forget, teach me and I remember, involve me and I learn. Ooh, that's deep, man. You want to repeat it? Tell me and I forget, teach me and I remember, involve me and I learn. Wow. Kind of the different levels of learning, right? Because Mm -hmm. a lot of times somebody will tell you something and... You have to work hard to remember and learn it, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody will teach you something, like we all know in school, right? Mm-hmm. We have to study to learn. Are you referring to language in general or just anything? Anything. I think it's particularly important in language learning. Mm-hmm. And when you're involved, it says involve me and I learn. Yeah. And so it's definitely a special type of learning experience when you're involved in it. Mm-hmm. Especially for language learning. I mean, that's what we try to do with a lot of our students we get them connected, we get them using their language as opposed to just studying it, you know, theoretically. You become a participant in the process. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that's true with a lot of other things. I notice, you know, maybe music is something that's very, you have to be involved to really know how to play music, right? Can't play guitar without touching a guitar. Yeah. Getting some calluses on your fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. And that's actually one of the big goals. Hopefully we're involving you in this podcast in Real Life Radio. By making you laugh, by engaging you in, in this culture, and by having fun. Yeah, and now we're also doing the weekly challenges, so that's another way you can even get involved even more so by doing whatever challenge we, we suggest at the end of each podcast. And of course, we always love to hear from you. We're always open to your emails, comments. Maybe some suggested quotes for future podcasts. Yeah. Conversation topics. Rada actually sent that testimonial right to my email, so... Oh, okay. So that is today's kick-ass quote. Let's move on to today's conversation topic. What you talking about? 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 All right, guys. So today's topic is very relevant, especially for podcast listeners, because today's topic is all about how to learn English with podcasts. And to celebrate that, we're actually giving you our transcript, our power lesson to use with this podcast, which I guess we're going to talk a little bit more about 
later on. But first of all, what the hell is a podcast and why are they so awesome? Well, it's something that we've discovered, each of us, in our own lives, and it really made a big impact on our lives and our language learning as well. So when we started Real Life English and started helping people learn English in dynamic, innovative new ways, we discovered that podcasts was one of the best ways that we can do that. And why is that? Because it involves you. Because I felt involved in my podcast learning. You can do it in convenient moments. It feels natural. You can connect to things that you like as well. I think for me, the biggest thing is definitely the convenience of it because, like we always say, you can use it anywhere. So I generally just listen to them while I'm exercising or doing some shopping or anything like that when I would normally just be bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuck in line at the bank, all those kind of tedious things as well. Exactly. It takes it from being a boring, painful experience into being a fun and learning experience. Exactly. And we're probably making the world a better place by... Alleviating road rage. <laughs> sure. What's road rage? Road rage is when people get angry on the highway and traffic. Do you tend to get a lot of road rage if you're not listening to some inspirational podcast? Uh, I went through that phase, but <laughs> I cured it. Meditation. But you probably don't suffer from road rage because you don't have a car. <laughs> true, true. But I do feel the pain of really not having the time to learn. So it's a really great solution to be able to learn while exercising or shopping or waiting in line or traffic so you could say you're killing two birds with one stone what does that mean i'm glad you asked mr vocabulary (laughs) to kill two birds with one stone means that you do two things with the effort of doing one and like we always say it's really really important to have daily contact with the language that you're learning to maintain it and make it better and Mm -hmm. if you can do something you're really liking at the same time it's three birds with one stone yeah it's poor birds, man. You should stop <laughs> killing them. <laughs> you can be exercising, learning English, and learning about something cool. And yeah. laughing. Yeah. Didn't we have someone like say as in response to one of our podcasts that people must think that she's crazy while driving because she's alone in the car laughing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never know if people are laughing with us or at us because we also talk about some embarrassing situations and all the ways that we embarrass ourselves speaking, in, uh, speaking other languages. That's real life. That's real life, baby. Yeah, so that's what our podcast is really all about. We want to give you guys a real experience, how we really speak English. We know a lot of other language learning, English learning podcasts are very structured and kind of formal, and they tell you how to say this phrase and that phrase, but it doesn't have that that natural kind of flow to it. What we really try to do in our podcast is just say stuff as it comes up, use our everyday expressions, use colloquial language like we would in a general conversation, right? Yeah, show you how we actually talk together even when we're off the mic. Yeah. (laughs) And that's important even in business English, I would say, because colloquial English is the base of business English, and it's really how you connect with somebody. You're not going to speak just in a structured, rigid, formal way, even in business settings. You make people feel more like you're, you know, a colleague rather than you know, maybe a foreigner, someone who doesn't quite have a good grip over the language. You mean like if someone's like very formal in the way that they speak to you, they don't have that kind of colloquial way of being very friendly and things like this. Exactly. It's a lot harder to connect to someone who speaks in that way. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're more like Rada and you're saying some like fun expressions, you're calling someone like man or dude or something like that, it's instantly <laughs> you kind of, you have to know when it's appropriate to use this and when not, but instantly you can make people feel a lot more comfortable talking to you. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so a lot of these expressions and words, we actually provide a file for Anki vocabulary. And Anki is a spaced repetition software program, which systematically teaches you vocabulary. So you can learn it in a really, really quick and efficient way. You can use this either like on your computer, or there's also an application you can download for Android. It's free for Android. You have to pay for it for iPhone. But the awesome thing about that is that you can use it anywhere. So if you have five minutes while you're waiting in line at the bank or the grocery store, or while you're waiting for your friend, maybe, you can just pull out your phone, switch on Anki, and study some vocabulary that you've learned. Exactly. And this is how Ethan became Mr. Vocabulary, because <laughs> he's a big fan of it. Yeah. Well, well, you got me onto this like recently with my Spanish, and just every time now that I've learned a new word, I just whack it into Anki. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by whack? Whack it into? I mean, um, put it into the, put it into the program, to the software there. Whack, I guess, is a very informal way to say like just to put it there, like whack it on the table. But it means hit normally, right? Yeah, he whacked me in the head. You're right. Sure. Who whacked you in the head? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember anymore. You might even say someone's very wacky. Oh, yeah, what does that mean? That means that they're a little bit crazy, or they're a little bit loopy. Yeah, so vocabulary, colloquial language, these are all really, really important aspects of language, and that tool, and Anki vocabulary is a really awesome tool. So if you haven't checked it out, we have some articles that Ethan wrote about it, and a guide, we'll link this in the show notes, and on the power lesson, so check that out. But another aspect that we really, really try to do a good job teaching in this is connected speech. So what exactly is connected speech? So connected speech is pretty much how most native speakers actually talk. It's the way we join all of our words together. And often we minimize the pronunciation of certain words. And this is usually why a lot of people don't understand native speakers and they think that, you know, when we're saying 10 words all together, it can sometimes sound like we're actually saying one giant word. Yeah. So this is how we call it sound morphing. It's called shrinking and linking, cutting words, reducing words. And it's one of the biggest obstacles that people have to fluency. Especially because in most other languages, people speak each word very clearly. And so depending on which language you speak, you might not be used to this at all. And in English, it might be a completely new experience for you. What are you talking about with us? <laughs> So what are some more examples of connected speech that we might use, we might highlight in the power lesson? So what Chad just said... What you talking about, Ethan? So that would mean, what are you talking about? Whatcha? What you talking about? Yeah. Hey, what you talking about, man? But so you might say... What are you talking about, man? It's like, it sounds like, what you talking about, man? But you might also hear like, hey, what are you talking about? It's not, what are you talking about? It's, what are you talking about, right? Yeah. And that kind of changes a little bit. You know, some people might say, whatcha? Some people might say, what are ya? It kind of changes sometimes regionally, but I think the fundamental rule kind of stays the same. Yeah. Another one is like, hey, would you go to the bank? Would you go to the bank? Would ya? Would you go to? This changes depending on which accent you're learning, but all types of English do that, whether it's British, American, Australian, or any other kind. And so why do we do this, Justin? Why do we speak with connected speech? Well, this has more to do with kind of like the, the guiding rhythm to the English language. It's a, it's a stress time language. What does that mean? It has to do with content words and function words, which are the building blocks of the language. Content words are 
the words that have more meaning and they have more stress. For example, kind of like the big ideas, right? Yeah. So you hear those more clearly. So, for example, nouns, adverbs, adjectives, and then the function words, which are more like the fillers, the connectors, articles, prepositions, pronouns, all those kind of things that don't really add as much meaning to the phrase. But they help kind of give it that flow and connect those big ideas that you're giving. And those, a lot of times, are the building blocks of grammar, and we shrink those. Exactly. So let's give an example, just to help really clarify this for people. What you doing later, Justin? What are you doing later, Justin? Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, "What you doing later, Justin?" So the what is actually stressed because it's, it's a, a question word. Yeah. So I'm right there at the beginning. You have the emphasis that it's a question. What? So right away you know that it's a question. Are you becomes ch? Yeah. So that gets super not just reduced; it also gets morphed, which can happen a lot in English too. If you've only learned by traditional language teaching methods, you're not going to be used to this because they're just going to teach you the most formal language, which would be "What are you?" So people, the first time they're exposed to the language spoken by native speakers. Can be completely left in the blank. They don't understand.、Anything. They expect us to speak like, "What are you doing?" But we say, "What you doing?" or "What are you doing?" Yeah. Hey, do you want to grab a beer after this? <laughs> or people might even say, "Like, <laughs> want to grab a beer?" Right? That's what I said. Do you want to grab a beer after this, man? That just sounds like one big phrase in <laughs> it, one big word. I mean, do you want to grab a beer after this? Do you want to grab a? Yeah, I thought you were after this. I thought you were just thirsty. But, <laughs> but this is actually quite a complex topic. We can make it much simpler, but it's really hard to do in just a couple minutes. But、yeah. the awesome thing is that you're getting the power lesson with this episode, and we show you in writing, not using IPA, which can be kind of confusing if you don't know it, if you haven't learned that. Just people out there know what you're talking about. IPA is what? International Phonetic Alphabet. If you learn like linguistics, if you study this. Then you would learn that, but most people who are learning a language aren't necessarily well versed in that. They don't know about it, so we just try to spell it out in kind of a very internationally recognizable way, so that you can see, for example, that what are you? That we pronounce whatcha. We probably would just write that maybe like w u h hyphen c h u h. So whatcha, and those two sounds are very well connected. Uh, it's so it's awesome in the power lessons. You're going to be able to actually not only hear this in the podcast, but also see it written out. So it'll make perfect sense for you, and you'll be able to start using this in your speaking. Awesome, that's awesome. So yeah, today's podcast is all about how to learn English with a podcast, but more like how to learn English with our podcast. So so why don't we go into a little bit more detail and how these guys can make the most of. The real life radio power lessons. What do you guys think is the best way to get the most benefit from this podcast? So we recently did a survey where we asked this question, and people who are already using these power lessons are Fluency Circle members.、Mm-hmm. Tend to have different ways that they like to do it, but I think one of the most common ways that I saw was that a lot of people like to listen to it first in their convenient moments, maybe while they're. Going to work or doing their shopping or whatever,、mm-hmm. and then later when they get home and they're wanting to go more into their study mode, they spend just a little bit more time listening to it again while reading the transcript, so that they can get all that connected speech,、yeah. the difficult vocabulary, expressions, all that good stuff. Or maybe just parts that they had more trouble with, right? Exactly. Yeah, a lot of my students they tend to actually do it like what you just said. They say they get a lot of benefit because they kind of they're testing their hearing first. 
then sometimes when they go back and listen to it again and, and read through the uh, power lesson, like, oh, that's what they said. You get one of those they aha might, moments. They might realize like a lot of it just went over their head. Yeah. What do you mean by that, Mr. Vocabulary? <laughs> so if it goes over your head, that means that you just completely missed something. You didn't understand it. Oh, yeah. We're getting a lot of great feedback from the two people who seem to be really improving mm-hmm. with this. Especially pronunciation, just like general vocabulary. A lot of phrasal verbs as well. I noticed a lot of people have told me they're loving that part of it as well, all the vocabulary. And another really cool thing, we've been working really hard and actually creating a mini course teaching a lot of these, these things, mainly like the connected speech. It's really, really hard for you to grasp in one episode or just a couple minutes, but we're actually going to create a mini course, a couple of videos, doing a really in-depth job of teaching this. Oh yeah. And just lastly, I know a lot of people have, you know, you mentioned the frustrations like phrasal verbs and pronunciation. What is your approach to, you know, speaking? How can these people speak more? Obviously, the podcast doesn't give them an opportunity to speak, though, does it? Well, I would say, first of all, like we said, having daily contact with the language. This is really going to, it's going to improve your speaking automatically. Just like writing every day is really going to help you think in English. So there's going to be definitely that effect, for one. But developing strategies that help your speaking apart from this podcast is really important. Like, for example, I hear Ethan every morning, like, singing in Catalan, right? Yeah. I think that's an excellent way. And this is, this is, it's really, it's really linked to connected speech as well, because songs are a great way to use connected speech. The more I go in depth into the pronunciation of a language, I feel like I can just speak more, because you're just more aware of how to speak. Like, you have more just insight into, like, the specific little sounds, and that's, that's exactly what we're teaching you guys with this podcast, that more so insightful, specific information about the pronunciation. Well, because first you have to remove the obstructions in your listening. That's the first step. And once you realize we're not actually saying, what are you going to do tomorrow? We're saying, what are you going to do tomorrow? Then you can start imitating. You can start yeah. playing with the language. Kind of learning like a baby, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. So there you go, guys. This is some great information. We really hope you guys take this to heart and, you know, really use the power lesson that you're going to be getting today. It's a present from us. We show you guys we get a lot of benefit from it. And we're also going to, you know, post some links, give us some more information. And if you're interested in joining the Fluency Circle, we're sure you will not regret it. So let's start wrapping this up. And we're going to quickly move on to something that we have in every other podcast, and that is today's question. Alright guys, so on a lighter note, what's today's question? What are the different ways to say laugh? Laugh or laugh? Ha 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 ha. Little uh, pronunciation difference between American and British English there. Laugh and laugh. But okay, sorry to correct you with my proper English pronunciation. Yeah, I'm really cracking up over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, this seems like the games have already started. So, laugh, obviously everybody knows what that is. Ha ha ha, to laugh. What did you say exactly there, Justin? I said crack up. What does that mean, to crack up? <laughs> well, <it's... laughs> that was kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> was that a, were you cracking up or was that more of a cackle? He was kind of cackling, wasn't yeah. he? So yeah, 
Crack up, I guess. It's just a, these are all to laugh, right? Crack up yeah. means to laugh. I cracked well, up. Well, to crack is something you break something, right? That's like an like, egg. Yeah, you crack an egg. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you're thinking you're laughing so hard that you might actually be cracking. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of maybe like another expression to split one sides, to split your sides, to split your sides. It's kind of old school expression, isn't it? It is a little bit. It's maybe like something more that my grandparents would have said. Yeah, but you could also use it as an adjective. Like that was side splitting. That was side splitting, exactly. But you hear that once in a while, right? You do hear it once in a while for sure. You can say LOL, whoa. Laugh out loud. Yeah, I don't know. Do people actually say that? Is that becoming a thing to say that? What about They're, our friend Josh, the Brazilian Ringo? I know people who say that as well. Like, they do say it? You say something that's like kind of funny, they might say lol. Oh. Instead of actually laughing, which is... That's horrible. Yeah. It takes out the whole human... But that's element of actually <laughs> laughing, you know. It's, it's sort of lost its meaning, and now people say, you know, in typing, it's text speak, L M A O, laughing my ass off, mm-hmm. or Rothel, R O F L, rolling on the floor laughing. <laughs> I've never <laughs> used that, just so you know. That's good. <laughs> but uh, but you mentioned earlier that Justin didn't sound like he was cracking up. He sounded like he was cackling. Yeah. So cackling is also laugh, but I think it's kind of specific for someone that's kind of like. An evil laugh or a little bit sinister, like a witch, which is oh, yeah. cackle. Well, actually, my, my, my aunt is a really good person and she cackles. Some people have cackles just with their normal laughs. Huh. I've always just heard, heard it with witches, so. <laughs> Maybe even like, um, have you ever seen Austin Powers? And you have uh, Dr. Evil, or he's like, <laughs> like with, <Yeah>. his, <laughs> with his pinky. With his pinky finger. Is, is, that really, is that a cackle? Yeah, it's not only a cackle, is it? What would you call that? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that's a cackle, yeah. <laughs> people, but, people that laugh in just like really unique ways, you know? <laughs> They're very characteristic of, of these people sometimes. Do you guys have any family members that have re- really interesting laughs? Um, my grandma had a really interesting laugh. It was just like really loud. You know, those people that just laugh and you can hear them from my mile away. Like Janice from French? <laughs> that's not a cackle. What is it then? She kind of sounds like SpongeBob SquarePants when he laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> I think SpongeBob kind of giggles. He giggles. You're right. Yeah. yeah. What is a giggle? It's kind of like a little like high pitched laugh. Like sometimes also if something is like really funny, maybe you're trying not to laugh, you end up kind of giggling. It's kind of very, it's kind of a girly you've, thing. You've been tickled. Yeah, yeah. We also have the expression for shits and giggles. <laughs> for shits and giggles. Yeah. I just did it for shits and giggles. Just for fun. Yeah. That's what it means. To do something for fun is to do it for shits. And g- I don't know why they say shits. Because it giggles because they laugh. But why would you do something for shits and giggles? Any ideas? No vocabulary, idea. No. Vocabulary? You know where that one comes from? I have no idea. Okay. Hopefully you're not actually like... Maybe you're laughing so hard that you shit yourself. <laughs> well, maybe you might laugh so hard that you pee yourself. Yeah. Like I peed my pants. It was so funny. Yeah, I guess you say more shit for like you're scared. Like you're scared shitless. You're right. There you go. That could be another question. Maybe next week. Maybe next Different week. ways of saying how to say you're scared. What about when you're really laughing hard? What are some? What's a way we could say someone's laughing really loudly? You might just suddenly burst out laughing. Burst out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To people, burst out laughing. Do people say bust out too. Bust yeah, out laughing. You can bust out laughing. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when it's a very kind of explosive mm-hmm. laugh, isn't it? Because to bust out, right? Bust is to break. Right? You can break out laughing too. Like to burst is also to kind of break, to explode, like to burst a balloon. Yeah, it all has sort of the same meaning, yeah. It does. Nice. Nice. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. 
hopefully you guys are laughing enough in your in your life. It's always nice to laugh, isn't it? Laughing makes the world go round. Is that an expression? Yeah. Hopefully you're laughing your ass off at this podcast. <laughs> sure. All right, guys. So that's it for today's question. So today we're gonna play you guys out with Eddie Vedder's song "Hard Sun," and we're gonna give you guys today's weekly challenge. Challenge accepted. So, Mr. Vocabulary, what is the weekly challenge for today? So, this week's weekly challenge, if you haven't already downloaded the power lesson, if you're not looking at that right now, then we want you to go to the page reallifeglobal.com forward slash power lesson. What was that again? Reallifeglobal.com forward slash power lesson. So you're going to go there, you're going to download the transcript, and you're going to listen to this podcast again while reading that, absorbing some connected speech, learning some slang, having a little bit more fun with this. Oh, yeah. And trying out Anki, the vocabulary tool. And since we're playing you out right now with song Hard Sun, it's from an awesome movie. If you haven't seen the movie Into the Wild, and you want to practice your English listening a little bit more, definitely recommend you go watch that. Yeah. Awesome. It's also a great soundtrack. This song is actually from the soundtrack, Eddie Vedder. I think he wrote all of these songs just for that movie. Mm -hmm. It's an awesome movie. Yeah. All right, guys. So thanks a lot for joining us today. Hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. And you'll be hearing from us next week on Real Life Radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She just smiled and laughed at me and took her blues back again. Bound down.